<laughs> All right, cool, man. Well, you ready to get into it? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, man. Cool. You know what? This is Talk To Me, the podcast nobody asked for, but I'm giving it to you anyway. And today we got my man here, Thunder E. It's Thunder E, baby. Welcome to the show, man. I'm glad to have you. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. Hey, man. Uh, you know, I got to start this off by saying I am a longtime fan. I don't know how long you've been on YouTube as a YouTuber, but I've been watching you since about 2000, maybe 11-ish, I guess I would say. Uh Thank you, man. I've been on. I've been on for twelve years. And the reason I don't even know it is because today I was looking at something on YouTube and I hit my own, um, like my own, you know, image, and uh -huh. it said YouTube twelve years. I was like, Oof. wow, <laughs> it's been twelve years for you. Yeah, it's been twelve years. So it's it's been a while, but it's been it's been a fun journey. And look, thanks for watching. I'm glad that at least you've enjoyed the content, and I haven't given you crap. <laughs> In terms of no, I really didn't years. enjoy it. I just watched it just because now I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it was great. You know, I used to like when you used to do the um, the unboxings of the, you know, the monthly boxes that they used to send out. Oh, yes. What was that called? Uh, Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Loot Crate. I used to, I mean, I was like, man, should I get a Loot Crate subscription, man? Because Thunder be unboxing these things. <laughs> it was pretty cool, man. I used to love all the stuff you used to do back in the day, man. It was cool. Yeah, it was nice. It was fun. It was fun. I, I miss those days of YouTube, though, because uh, those are days where you could kind of do whatever you wanted to do. You know, now, yeah. now we're, we're guided by the almighty algorithm. So it's a bit, it's a bit different. Oh man, that algorithm is a, let's just call it what it is. It is a son of a bitch. It, it really <laughs> is. <laughs> it's a son of a bitch. Man, um, I got in, well, I started shooting YouTube videos, quote unquote, professionally, uh, 2016. And I just got in just before the cutoff of the, uh, the whole uh, deal where you had to, you know, the monetization deal. So I got a taste of what it was like to be able to do anything you wanted and still, you know, get some views. So I got a little sweet taste of that, man. But yeah, it's, it's hard out there in these YouTube streets now. You got to follow the rules. Yeah, no, you do. It's um, it, it's a very different ball game now where it's not necessarily rules. It's more just, you know, it feels like they want you ultra specialized. Like you got to specialize, specialize, specialize. The thing is, um, you know, like Saf and I have always had, we always have these discussions. There's reasons why we decided to podcast is because okay. we would just talk we'll just talk about different things about because we've been on YouTube for a while. Mm -hmm. And the fact that like, as human beings, as a human being, as an individual, you're not one thing. You, you don't, you don't, you know, niche down as a human, like, you know, right. as we are having this discussion, you find out that I may find out that you like rock music and I'm like, Oh, okay. I didn't know that, you know, or, or something like that, which means yeah. we all have different tastes and yeah. different things that we like, but the algorithm wants us to only portray one aspect because it feels that look people are coming from that one aspect so therefore you can't give them something else so it's great for the algorithm and it's great for business but for as a human it's sometimes unsatisfying because you're like i want to do this i just want to show this aspect of myself that i like you yeah know? you have to be one dimensional just to be seen yeah yeah it, it sucks it does <laughs> especially for the newcomers like myself man it really does suck because i'm a multifaceted individual i'm one day i'm doing backflips and the other day i just want to you know listen to some music next day mm -hmm. i want to talk about my dog you know what i mean like so 
Yeah, but we'll get into all the YouTube stuff later, man. I get to see you all the time on YouTube being one-dimensional. I want to know <laughs> how Thunder E is. Okay, so first of all, your name. I want to make sure I pronounce it right. Is it Enobong? Yeah, so so my real name is Enobong. Okay. Yes, okay. you got it correctly. Uh, but I go by Thunder E. And uh, again, that's uh, an early, not even the YouTube thing. It was because okay. I, I started with a website in 2007. Okay. Um, and I went with Thunder E because I wanted something that was easier. I don't like people butchering my name in general. Right. Um, so I was like, Thunder E works. Now, my cousin thought that I was just being presumptuous by calling myself Thunder, you know, Enobong, because my name starts with an E. And I was like, no, no, no. It's from like a like an anime I used to watch way back in the day called Get Backers. There's a character called Thunder Emperor. So I just okay. took the Emperor out and just made it E. That was it. Okay. Right. I'm laughing so hard on the in the back because like Thunder E really does sound like a stripper name. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I've gotten that over the years from like friends and and like you know, people I've dated in the past. I, I remember oh, oh God. I, yeah, I, I remember that once where there was somebody actually went on a couple of dates and they're like, uh, yeah, you do YouTube. So, I, I mean, I, I showed them my channel and all that stuff. Yeah. And then, like, on another date, they're like, so I watch your video. So I'm like, so what did you think? You know, do you like it? And all that stuff. She's like, Thunder E. Hmm? Right? Th th Thunder E. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a, like a like a, like a porn name, right? <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, oh, my bad. I was like, I didn't think about it that way, but I, I that is freaking hilarious, dude. I, I, the first time I heard, it, I was like, okay, I know I'm over analyzing this thing, but I, I guess I could relate because uh, I have a military background, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, young military guys were kind of stupid, and um, we all decided it was like a group of like eight of us. We said, you know what, we're just gonna be like a mill review, like the Chippendales, like you know, a bunch of strippers. We never went through with this, by the way, but uh, everybody comes up with their name with their name. And there was a guy, his name, his last name was Reese. So we called him Thundercat. I have no idea. And then there was Bam Bam something. <laughs> you know, there's all these different names and nobody could figure out a name for me. And I remember going to formation one morning and before formation, I dreamt about it that night prior. And I told everybody, it's Mr. Meat. That's my name. <laughs> <laughs> so for some reason, after everybody's name just kind of like that whole thing just kind of subsided and we stopped calling each other the names, my name stuck and people just called me me. And it wasn't like I was a big guy because I was I've always been 5'10", but I was super skinny back then. Right. Mm -hmm. And that name followed me even after I left Japan into, you know, back into the America. And when I got out of the Marine Corps, they put it on a plaque and on a, a K bar, which is a knife. And that's uh, if you've ever seen my unboxings, Mr. Meat is the knife. It's not me anymore. I had to retire. <laughs> wow. I had to retire, bro. So the knife is Mr. Meat. Yeah, man. So I, I got you, man. Thunder E, Mr. Meat. <laughs> I got you, bro. Oh, that's hilarious, dude. That, that is, that is definitely hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. So you're Nigerian, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so my 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 the okay, so my stepfather, I actually call him my father. He's Nigerian. And um I remember oh, when nice. I found out. Yeah, I, I remember when I found out and uh when I found out you were Nigerian, I was like, man, I, I so he lives in Arizona, I'm in Houston, Texas. 
do you know how to make fufu? Yeah. Yeah. That and face. Like standard. Okay. You you got that face like what? Whatever. Like I'm serious. I have not had good fufu or real deal fufu since. So so so, so here's the breakdown, right? So okay. what I've noticed is you know, everybody now calls it fufu. It's which okay. is interesting. But for me, fufu is one type of dish because I grew up eating gari, which okay. you know, we make something called eba, which looks like fufu as well. Okay. Fufu is very different from that. But what I really like is called pounded yam, which literally is you boil yams, right? Okay. And then you get like a big mortar and then you pound it until it comes to that very soft consistency like fufu. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so when we when we both say fufu, you, I think you're meaning something different. So when I say fufu, I'm thinking of two different types. I'm thinking of the first, which was like an okra soup with chicken in it and spinach and I don't know, some other ingredients that were just amazing. But then mm -hmm. the ball of dough, which is like a masa. Yeah. And, so so, so okay. the, the ball, so the ball of starch, right, okay. is yeah. basically what everybody considers fufu now. Okay. But originally, or what at least people back in Nigeria will call the three different types of those balls. There's gari, which is made from cassava, dried cassava, which is processed. And then when you, you literally just pour hot water and stir it with a spoon and uh -huh. it takes that shape. That's, yeah. that's one. And then you've got uh, fufu, which you can make with farina. You, and there's also, there's also different, slightly different type back home in Nigeria. Uh -huh. And then there's pounded yam, which I love, which is you boil yams, as I mentioned. Uh, and when they're not, not too soft, but soft enough, yeah. you basically put it in a mortar and you just, you know, you see the, like the old ladies pounding it out. Okay. And then you make it into that. Then you eat it with your okra soup or whatever type of soups or, or, or stews that you like. Ah, so the pounded yam is, is more or less almost like the spoon. Because you, yes. you dip it. Okay. Yeah. So... Where does Ogusi fit in into this? Is that the the crawfish meal? So so uh, so in Nigeria. So that's here's the thing that most people just won't recognize because you know how like I don't know if you noticed like there was a phase in TikTok where people were just eating Nigerian food and eating eating fufu and you know on TikTok. I'm not on. Well, I'm on TikTok, but I, I don't do TikTok because it it really does kill my day. Like six hours would be going just that fast. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm gonna go to rehab for that. <laughs> we, can, we can get into that whole conversation entirely but but uh so so there are different types of soups right okay and you know soup in, in the american on the western sense is more water-based uh okay. while you know soups are in in nigeria are more um vegetable based so like whether it's the okra soup or the goosey i mean there's those are a little lighter where i'm from in nigeria We've got things like afang soup, irikaikong, um, adama, very different leafy soups. Still, mm -hmm. you've got crawfish in there. You will have your stockfish. You will have like your meats, whether it's goat meat or, uh, you know, you know, cow meat, or you have like snails. So it's like a whole plethora of things. But the soup mm -hmm. is, you know, differs, depends on whatever you want to eat that day. The main staples really is the fufu, the gari, or the panaya, because you uh -huh. just mix through those three. Because that's that's your that's your starch, that's your carbohydrate. So you need something else to to go with it, right? Okay, so I've been misinformed, and that's you know that's a 
clear indicator that kids don't, don't don't know anything. Let me tell you a quick story, kind of a side story about like how kids can grab onto something and believe it for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. So my my father, his name is Horatius uh, Ikepazu. That was that's his last name. Mm-hmm. And um, he used to take me to the liquor store. Right. And I was probably about five years old. <laughs> and he would say stay in the car mm-hmm. and i'll be like how come i can't go in here because i'm learning how to read at this point well maybe i wasn't five i don't know but i'm learning how to read at this point and i see licorice or liquor like i'm, I'm correlating the two and i'm thinking my dad is going into the store is filled with twizzlers there's licorice in there you know <laughs> and then it would piss me off because he would always come out every single time with a twix and I'm like, man, you went. I'm thinking in my head, like, I really like Twix a lot. But you went in that whole store with all this licorice that you won't go, let me go into. And you came out with chocolate. Dude. <laughs> I believe that until like, I don't know, I was about, I don't know, probably 12. I'm thinking like the liquor store is licorice. <laughs> you want you want to you, you thought you went to the licorice store every single time and, every time and he and comes got, out with this bag twix. yeah he comes out with a bag you know with the, whatever bottle he was drinking and uh a twix and i'm like dude i'm just imagining at my young age i'm i'm seeing like blue and red and green the black licorice that i hate and you know like jelly beans all kinds of stuff i'm picturing this in my head like a wall to wall licorice but no just twix my daddy was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, that's how kids, so going back to the whole fufu thing, he would call it fufu every time, no matter which dish he made. But then his friends would come over and, you know, they would say other things. And uh, I never learned the language or anything, uh, but like it was always fufu to me. So you just took me to school, man. I didn't even know about the the pounded yam thing. Yeah, I mean, because so so the way it is uh, in in Nigeria, especially from different different tribes. So you, your mm-hmm. your stepfather, your father is Igbo, just Correct. from his from his last name. I can tell he's Igbo. Right. Where I'm from uh, is at least my people are called you know either is Akwaibum or Kalaba. Uh, so we are Ibibi, and our dishes, our soups, are very very different. Uh-huh. So the soups that most Nigerians know very well, egusi is a very general. It's eating everywhere in Nigeria. Okay. Um, uh, same thing with okra soup is also eating in a lot of places in Nigeria. Um, and then where I'm from, we have like maybe 10 to 15 different soups uh-huh. that, that we just kind of go through on our own and different types of dishes. So there's a lot of like variation to that. So when, when somebody says, I'm going to give you like if you told me I'm gonna give you fufu, I would say, I would say, hey, wait, do you have pounded yam? And then you probably get confused at that point because I was like, yeah, I'm like, nah, because I, I, I don't like fufu that much. Okay. Um, so for me, it's like, do you have pounded yam? Uh, or my cousin would go like, do you have gari? Because you know, if you have gari, it's it's different. Yeah. But those are your those are your staples. Or what most people will do now, like I do most of the time now, is I would eat um, the soup with rice again because again it's still it's still like it's still a stew based type sauce Mm -hmm. so it goes with any kind of starch okay (laughs) man i'm learning you know i I was 42 years old when i realized my whole life was a lie you just just told me my whole life has been a lie 
Nah. Oh man, it <laughs> was just two types, and I thought it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> I got some research to do, man. Oh, that's cool, man. So you but, say, but you're, uh, you're in Houston, though, right? I'm in Houston, Texas. Now, uh, and I've, I've been here since uh, 2001. I mean, I mean, you got enough Nigerian restaurants all over the place to, for you to sample left and right. But you know, I never go down there. Uh, they're kind of like more toward the inner city. I'm out in the suburbs, uh, and I'm, I know I'm, there, there's I'm some places you can. There's some places you can order. My, I have, I have, I have one of my good friends. I grew up with lives in Houston. Okay, Sugarlo- I think in Sugarloaf area sugar land yeah sugar land sorry sugar land yeah. area yeah so um yeah there are places trust me um, okay because <laughs> anytime i go to houston i meet so the amount of nigerians in houston is is considered second lagos because lagos is the capital of nigeria okay. because quote unquote the over a million nigerians who live in houston that's you gotta the, be kidding me i mean everywhere i mean uh, well, so I put I know, it, but- I'll give you I'll give you this this weird stat. So where I'm from in Nigeria is a very small tribe. I mean, my tribe is is a small tribe. The uh-huh. big tribes are Igbo, Hausa, Yoruba. Those are the, okay. the the large tribes. Nigeria has a population of 200 million. Okay. In a country the size of Texas, roughly in terms of landmass. So yeah. it's it's big and small at the same time. If you think about the amount of people, because the US is only 350 million. Yeah, and that's 200 a, million dense population, population. That's, okay in the small place um so i come down to see my friend um and it, i think it was his uh it was i think that was his uh, was his baby shower so we're hanging out and he's like oh i want to introduce you to one of my other friends who's from your area in nigeria so i was like i meet the guy we're talking he's like he's like how long are you staying man i'm like um i'm only staying the weekend he's like oh man i wish you were here till like tuesday we have like uh nigerian association meeting for our tribe i was like i was like how many people from our tribe do we have here that is enough because like then i used to live in massachusetts okay and the only people from my tribe was my uncle and his family that i knew that's it everybody else was like every other nigerian i knew was from different parts in nigeria Uh and he's like he's like yeah we've got like 200 members i'm like 200 He's like, oh, we've got we've got association groups for a- almost every tribe in Nigeria here in Houston. I'm like, Man. how many Nigerians live in Houston? <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's there's a ton. There's, so That's whenever I want like Niger- cool. Nigerian like supplies, like food or like you know different things from back home, yeah. sometimes my mom will send me stuff because my mom still is in Nigeria. But I'll just okay. call my boy in Houston. I was like, yo, I need this. I need this because he he would just drive to the Nigeria store, be oh, like, I. I'm going to just put it in a FedEx and I'll send it to you. You know, I've always known there's a lot of culture here. I just hadn't seen it or explored it yet. But I had no idea there was that much Nigerian culture here. Yeah, there is. There is. Wow. Okay. I got to get out the house, man. I got <laughs> to start leaving my little suburb. <laughs> so you said your, your, homeboy, your homeboy lives in Sugarland. We so Sugarland, I hope the camera's not flipped, but Sugarland's kind of like down here, down, well, no, down on the, I guess, southwest almost. And yeah, I'm up in the northwest, so we're like worlds ooh, apart. And Houston ooh. is huge. Yeah, that's that's a that's almost like a two hour drive, right? Uh, it can be depending yeah, on what time traffic. of day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man, yeah, it, it's Houston should be divided into different states. Actually, <laughs> you keep saying back home. So you uh, you were born in Nigeria. Yes, I was born in Where Nigeria. I came here for college. So I came okay. here for college, uh, then started working here. Uh, I used to be a microbiologist a long okay. time ago. Uh, worked as a microbiologist for like seven years. 
Wait a minute. Microbiology. Is that the study of germs or what, what is that? Uh, so microbiology can be split into two sections. So I was clinical microbiologist. So I was doing a lot of testing. So case in point, uh, mm -hmm. you know, testing for things like uh, um, strep throat is a very basic one. Mm -hmm. uh, even right now, I have friends who still work in microbiology uh, for COVID. So mm -hmm. things like this, if I was not doing YouTube, I would have been in the lab doing the COVID test. I did tests for SARS. The, you know, whenever you come to the hospital and the doctor uh -huh. says, we're going to run these tests on you, say you're sick and they don't know what's going on. About yeah. half of those tests come to the lab, the microbiology lab. Some will go to hematology for blood work so they can see what's in your blood. Ours is to find out what bacteria, uh, parasite infection you may have within. So you would get the system. petri dish full of my mouth germs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be under the hood. You know, <laughs> we'll look at it and we'll, we'll look and go. Okay, something is growing here. Find out what yeah. specifically is growing. Is it normal bacteria in your mouth or is it something else? That is crazy cool, man. That now that's something. Um, how many people know that online? Um, not many. Not many. I mean, like. Uh, a few people might might know because I've mentioned mm -hmm. it before, but I kind of mentioned it and just passed away. And people are like, I'm like, ah, nah, it's nothing crazy. Okay. Uh, some of my uh, closer YouTube friends who I've known for years, they know uh, uh -huh. just because, you know, we've we've all talked and, and caught up with stuff yeah. like that. But uh, I don't think a lot of people do know that, okay. uh, you know. Well, that's a cool, fun fact, man. But you have been around the block when it comes to YouTube. I remember this is still back in the 2013 or so era. I remember watching your weekly with, uh, I think it was maybe two other guys. And I remember uh, Juan, Juan, Juan Bagnell, and, uh, and BW1, BW1, uh, uh, Warren Bowman. Warren? Yeah. Dark-skinned guy, Warren? No, no, dark, no. Warren is, is light skinned. He's much taller. But anyway, we're all sitting down, so we even know how tall he is. Right. Say. But uh, uh, Warren's Warren's a, a buddy of mine who uh, I met. I met him at a Best Buy. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. So we became friends because I used to work in the hospital, and uh -huh. uh, I had started my website then. But like you know, so to get the latest tech, I would go to Best Buy. I would always yeah. go to Best Buy to check out what's there. I can't remember how we initially met, but Warren like helped me out with something. We started talking about video games and all this stuff. I was yeah. like, "Yo, like, what, okay. was he working there?" Or he was just yeah, a he customer? was he was working there. He was working okay. there. Um, he was okay. working there. It was he was still in college at the time. I was I was working. We became friends. Um, he had a, he started a website. He had his website. He started YouTube, and he was the one that was like, "Yo, you should get on YouTube, man!" Like, and I was like, "Nah, I want to do the website thing. It's really working because." I had, um, when I started the website, it was 2007. Okay. Um, I had like, you know, minimal amount of views and, and hits on the site until Paris Hilton, the Paris Hilton, mm -hmm. uh, went to jail for the very first time. And I remember I was, I was, I was sitting down uh, and my, my ex at the time, who, who was, you know, working with me on the site, she was like, she used to handle all the gossip. I did like tech and comic book news and stuff like that. And she was like, um, should I put this on? I'm like, I mean, why not? Go ahead. I mean, you know, yeah. it is what it is. So put it on at like, I, I remember it was like 10, 15, 10, 30 PM, went yeah. to bed. 
didn't think anything of it. So I used to work a afternoon shift at the hospital from three to eleven thirty. Okay. So I would wake up. I will, you know, usually we check the site, see how the site is doing. Yeah. I try to log on to WordPress, couldn't log on. I was like, what's going on? Like, I couldn't get in. So I called GoDaddy and I was like, yo, I'm paying, I was like, I'm paying $15 a month for this. What's going on? You know? <laughs> and the guy was like, um, we can get it back up. But at the time uh, the website went down, you didn't pay enough to handle the kind of traffic you were getting. I'm like, Oh. I was like, what kind of traffic are you getting? We're like, uh, you got 70,000 hits. Holy crap. Once this went up, like not shortly after it went up. And then, you know, it, it kind of trilled off and it was consistent, like 70, 50. And then it just, the website just literally crashed mm-hmm. at that point. I was like, that's when like it hit me. I was like, ooh, there is something to this. So yeah. that's how, that's how like, you know, that began. And I was doing, doing stuff on the site, but yeah. So that was the website. That was kind of like the real birth of the website. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're a microbiologist at this time and somewhere in your brain side, I'm going to start up a, a kind of a techie website. And how did that go into YouTube? Was it through Warren? Um, partly Warren. And so, so the reason we started, so I started this with, with an ex and the uh-huh. reason we started is because we didn't like our jobs. Like we hated uh-huh. our jobs and we wanted something else to do um, for, for fun, stress relief, what have you. She used to work in marketing. Um, I worked as a microbiologist, but the big thing back then, 2007, those who are really young will not know. Those who remember will understand that 2007 people didn't have the kind of websites we have today where, so for instance, you're a techie, you don't have to visit as every website. You can wake up in the morning and you can go check the Virgin and Gadget and you're done. Pretty much. Right? Mm-hmm. And Gadget was around then, sure. Gizmodo was also pretty big then. But there were so many websites. Comic book news and like comic book stuff or even video games. There was just like uh, chat rooms and people dropping rumors and stuff left and right. And the worst part for me was I enjoyed this stuff. I wanted mm-hmm. to share it with my friends. But I couldn't share, go to uh, weird comic slash uh, bc5.com to go check this news out. They were like, uh, I, I mean, like, yeah. I care about it, but I don't have time to go to that site. So right. I was like, I will make my website the repository for all the stuff mm-hmm. where, and like, you know, and so we, that was the big thing of trying to get an easy name, which is why we came up with Board at Work. Because okay. I'm like, you know, my website is Board at Work. You can easily just type it and you're there. You, you yeah. see the news there. Like, even if you check it late at night, it would be there. So that's how the site started. But again, it was for fun. Uh, YouTube was because, um, you know, it was growing. It was a different avenue. I wanted to try it out. I I felt like I got in late. I, I think like two years in, I realized I was late in my mind. If you're late. <laughs> if you're late, then I'm really late. Oh, man. No, but that's that's how I think, per se. Like, I looked at it as like, I was late because... And I was late and I was a bit lazy. I didn't learn certain things, um, you know, uh, how to use a camera, what camera to buy. I didn't make the initial investment. I was, if you go to my early YouTube stuff, some of them were cool. A lot of that stuff is cringy. I will not like to even look at it, but it's still there. It's, it's, it's up online. Wait a minute. The cringy (laughs) stuff. Are you talking about when you used to use the cameras from the phones that you were, cause I actually enjoyed that. 
No, no, no. I don't think that is cringy. I okay. think I didn't learn how to make it feel better. Per se. Okay, I understand that. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I really enjoyed it. I remember that period. The reason why I did that was because someone stole my camcorder. I was using a camcorder. Oh, uh, damn it. Yeah, okay. someone stole my camcorder and I started using the Lumia 1020 to record. Yeah. And it was doing it was doing amazing. camera on the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Windows was, phone. Okay. Yeah, it was doing amazing for me. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'll stick with this. But when I said I was lazy, it was the fact that when they stole my camp camera, camcorder, I refused to jump to a DSLR and learn. Okay. So I didn't I didn't do creative stuff because you know, um, like my wife says that I, uh, I, I say I'm a creative sometimes, but mm -hmm. she's like, you're not a creative. She's like, she's like, honestly, <laughs> who you are is someone who can be creative when you need to be creative. You know, I'm more, uh, I'm more of a big picture person. I've realized now, like I'm, I'm a person who I can look at something. I can tell you, oh, this is going to do this, 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 and this, and this down the line. Mm -hmm. Um, and you should do these things. Doesn't mean that I will necessarily do those things per se. Okay. And so, she spotted that out for you. Yeah. So she's like, you know, you, you know, it's like, yeah, you, when you need to do it, you do it. Like you, uh -huh. you, you're fine. Um, so I just didn't realize early on that for me to be creative in this field, I needed to take that attitude of doing it and just keep it constant. Gotcha. Even if I didn't like it, or even if it just didn't just necessarily work. So that's where the YouTube side of things kind of started more from like, okay, let's, uh, let's see how this is. And then we wanted to also go to CES, myself okay. and Warren. And, you know, um, and we also noticed that like having YouTube video or video on your website boosted views because mm. YouTube, uh, Google was trying to boost YouTube. So if website had video on there from YouTube, you're going to get more click-throughs. You're going to push oh, that okay. more, that makes sense. you know, things like that. So it was, so then back then, even when you mentioned with the Lumia, my method of making videos was weird because I would write the review first. Okay. Then record the video. Okay. And then so, I, I switched over to a point where I started recording and then writing the review later. And then I just stopped writing reviews. <laughs> <laughs> so you just kind of freestyle it now or what? Uh, so I never really wrote it. So I never uh, really. Oh, you mean write it for the website? For the website, yes. Ah, okay, okay. For the website, I've never actually <clears throat> written a script or um, outline. I didn't even use bullet points at all. Gotcha. I just, I just spit it out mm -hmm. from use, and that's pretty much it. That, that's how I shoot my videos, and I think that gets me in a lot of trouble. Like that's how I end up with like forty minutes worth of footage that I got to chop down to eleven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have not learned my lesson. I, I do it every day. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting though. You know, like it kind of reminds me when I said, like my wife said, I need to do it. I used to be like that, but I, I forced myself. I can do, I can do a straight seven minute take for a seven minute video if I want to. Are you serious? Yeah. But that caused me to do something weird as well, where if I made a mistake halfway in that seven minutes, mm -hmm. normally you should just go, okay, I stopped here. Cool. It's a mistake. Continue. I'll yeah. start from the beginning and do the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when I've had to do things like that, it's not because I, you know, made a mistake and stopped and tried to start again. I, I can blow through that. And that's how I end up getting the 40 minutes because I've started over so many times. But there are times you've had this happen, I'm sure, where you forget to plug in your mic or it's not plugged in all the way or you <sighs> forget to hit record or 
I don't know, the damn lens cap. I don't know anything, right? And it's like, you gave it your best. Like, that was your best performance as a YouTuber. And then you're like, the memory card's empty. <laughs> oh, of course. I mean, That's when I lose it. And I can never recuperate from that. Some of my videos that I've done, especially recently because I've had so many products, I'm just trying to push out videos to just get it off my table. Um, I, I'm just kind of just blowing through it. And it's like, damn, it wasn't on or whatever. But then I lose my energy and I have to muster it up. I've gone outside here and taken a lap around the parking lot just to not be pissed off anymore, <laughs> because, you know, at myself. It's yeah, crazy, no, man. I mean, I hear you. I mean, it's it's one of those things where I think part of it <clears throat> is you get used to some of that, you know, lack of luster when, you know, something like that happens. And also like muscle memory also kicks in where you start making fewer and fewer of those mistakes. Trust me. So Warren used to call me countdown champion because I used to make so many videos and I always stop my videos whenever I, even now I have an editor, you know, who, help, who I work with, but even okay. now, like while he's pressing record, I will still go three, two, one, go. Like, ah. I don't, I don't say that a lot. So I would, when I used to record myself, I would say yeah. that. So I can you know, have a part to cue and cut off, but I would still leave it in my edit and my videos. There's so many videos <laughs> I have from the past that you, funny. That, that, you know, I'll have like an intro card to start up and then you hear three, two, one, go. And I'll go, hey, guys. <laughs> oh, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> but the thing is that, the thing oh, is that like for a period, like fans were like, no one really said anything about it. And so people laughed about it. And I was like, you know, it's my thing, you know, whatever. Just just leave it there. I don't even care anymore for a while. So that's I left it for a while. Then after a while, I was like, all right, I need to take it out. All right. So you are... And you're a big YouTuber in my eyes. I don't know what you think about your own channel, but like, like I said, man, and you know, I never did say this before. Not only am I a longtime fan, but when I decided to start doing YouTube, you were one of the people that I looked up to and still do for that matter to, you know, to kind of emulate my, not my style, but just the relaxed conversational, you know, ambiance, you know, you get on my video. So I just wanted to give you that because I want to give your flowers, you know, now to have this time to talk to you. Uh, but um, oh, well, thank you. Thank this? you. Where? I forgot. See, my brain, my brain. Where was I going with this? Oh, man. Well, while, while you're thinking, I was going to say that I enjoy your style. I enjoy that. Um, um, how would I how would I phrase it? So you, you come with a certain level of energy, but you uh -huh. also come with this. I like the casual nature where you feel it feels like you're. You're jumping in and out. Like I, when I saw your the first time I watched your video, now I've seen your videos like in the past, like a couple of times. But it was the time I sat down, um, and I think it was last year. I sat down and I just was, I was like, let me let me watch, let me let me pay attention and watch. And I watched the video and I was like, I was a little jealous, honestly, and in a good way because I, in okay. a sense, is like I've always wanted to be that kind of conversational, and I, I, I and I just can't get there. And I watch your stuff and you're like in and out. It's very like, you know, it's a very like, hey, look, I'm going to try this out and let's, let's breathe this in, you know, type of feeling. Yeah. And I was like, I like this. And then okay. I thought about it. I was like, I can't do this. Not because I don't want to. It's not truly me as well. And I don't even think I could have gotten the same, just that same level, you know, I like I know I can try and imitate it, and I probably it may look good. But afterwards, I'll be like, "That took a whole shit out of me." I can't. I think I can do it. Hey man, you want to know? Yeah. Here's the secret sauce to that: have somebody sit in front of you 
and just talk to them. That's what I've done. <laughs> I'm like, hey, bro, look at this. Look at this mouse. This mouse is off. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, you, you're definitely right. I mean, that 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 is probably that's oh, probably man. the take. So if you see me, you know, deviate a little bit, just know that uh-huh. I'm like, look, I'm just stealing a little bit of Antoine's hot sauce right here. Put it on my head. <laughs> it's funny because when you go back and watch a video, even of yourself, right, that you did last week, it's still pretty good, right? It's still very watchable for you. Yeah. But that same video a year later, it's like, holy crap, I put that on the internet. <laughs> It's like it's it's disgusting, <laughs> dude. Ab- absolutely. So it's one of those things where, uh, for the last couple of years, I'll say two years, I've been trying to, I've been trying to make fine tune it a little bit so that it's a, mm-hmm. it it feels more like a steady sauce uh, mm-hmm. of things. Um, you know, the the only <laughs> I don't even know why it came up to my mind, but the, the only the only persona of mine that works well has stayed the same as the Colonel. Because yeah, we're getting into that. Because <laughs> because uh, that is a script that constantly plays in my head, and it's just like I can easily, I can easily like flow that out, which is why it feels. Even though I've watched some of the real older ones, like from you know 2011, 2010, yeah. and I was like, I was like, it's a little bit more outrageous, but I was like, it's still the same, and like it doesn't that feel, doesn't feel off. Well, since you brought it up, man, tell us about the sexy colonel, man, <laughs> Mister Sexy himself. So the the Colonel Singala, his name has changed a couple of times. It was okay. it's, always, it's always the colonel. Okay. Um, was born from a coworker of mine. Um, really? That's when I used to work in the hospital, and okay. and I remember it was Christmas. We all shared Christmas gifts. And my coworker gave me a pair of Ray-Bans. And I was like, yeah, I really want a pair of Ray-Bans. Thanks. I was thinking of buying one. Uh-huh. I opened it up. I put them on. He looked at me. He's like, man, you look like an African dictator. <laughs> it was it. That is how it started. <laughs> That's simple, huh? I was like, really? And then my, my, one of my friends was like, yeah, you know, you should, you should, you know, you should, you should make a video or something. I was like, yeah. Okay. So I did like a... I did a video where he did like a um, New Year's Eve uh, address to the nation. Okay. I did uh-huh. it at work. I did it in my boss's office, by the way. So oh, I was like, shit. I did it quickly. It was a terrible video, uh, but it was it was fun. And uh-huh. the re- I based the character off uh, two dictators I grew up with in Nigeria. So we've, uh-huh. we've, we've had military dictators for, for a long time. Uh, now, I mean, now we've got you know civilian rule, but... I grew up with dictators and the, you know, for me it was more the caricature and the idea of the absurdity that you have with these kind of guys. So yeah. I wanted to push it to the level where, look, you know, they always have multiple wives or mistresses. Um, the, the good dictators never, whenever you take over, you never promote yourself to a general. Makes no sense. You want to be a man of the people. So you stay at colonel, stay there. Okay. You know, because if you're general, that means you're greedy. That means okay. you. Okay. The, the not so greedy dictator wants to be a man of the people. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, okay. that's, that's, that's how it is. So I started okay. doing that. And um, I did a couple of videos. <laughs> there were a couple of videos that were interesting. Some were fun. Some were not. Some were just kind of silly. Yeah. Uh, the one I really enjoyed was I did one with one of my roommates. He's a film guy. He actually 
used to work as a casting director in Boston. Oh, cool. And he was like, oh, so I did one of the Motorola Zoom. I think it's one of the ones I really like where the colonel did a commercial mm -hmm. of the Motorola Zoom. And, and just paraphrasing a few things, like there was one where, this because that was the first time Google Maps was on a tablet. And, okay. you know, the colonel's like, you know, he loved the Motorola Zoom because, you know, the Google Maps can help him pinpoint, the, you know, the terrorists in the jungle, you know? <laughs> and then And then he was like, you know, uh, 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 you know, he also has video calls so he can, uh, he can organize finances for the country. And then it mm -hmm. cuts to me having a video call with my, my roommate as my Swiss banker telling me he's just moved like $2 billion to, oh <laughs> to a different oh account. <laughs> that is freaking hilarious. The Colonel is always up to some stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. I remember the Valentine's day, the bathtub deal. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's actually part two you know the, the funny thing about that was i had stopped doing the kernel videos like i had uh -huh. like i had cut them out and i was like mm, not really it's not really you know and again youtube had changed yeah and then uh i think we went to an event i went to an event with qualcomm and um uh uh danny winget was like he he had somehow seen the kernel video and he's like, he saw it that day and we're having dinner. He's like, yo, yo, e, e, e yo, yo, what's this? Yo. So, so he's just passing this around this big table, oh, you know, like execs, reps, oh, you know. Damn. Everyone's everyone's laughing. They're like, yo, is this really? I was like, yeah, you know, it's back then YouTube, you know, and stuff like and you know, and, and um Danny's like. Yo, the colonel has come back though. Like, like seriously, <laughs> he has to. Real. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do part two of the of the Valentine's Day video. <laughs> Dude, long live the colonel, man! You know, I was actually kind of upset that you were not coming to America too. I see Wesley Snipes as you know this dictator <laughs> colonel. I'm like, why didn't they call my man Thunder E? Because Colonel Stingala would have killed it, dude. <laughs> I know you were thinking the same thing, man. Yes, I, I have not watched it yet. I I, I respect I respect for the colonel because he feels like not nah, nah. It's a stab in the face, man. You can't, like, can't, can't talk about it. Can't talk about it right now. How they gonna leave the colonel out of this movie, man? Golly. Even if Wesley Snipes still was in the movie, they could have had the colonel in there like doing something. That would have been crazy. <laughs> Oh my god, because I, I remember one time I was watching the videos of you at an event, it was probably CES, and uh, you were walking around as the colonel <laughs> and you used to like harassing people, like I just need and shit. <laughs> and so, so you know, you know, the thing about the colonel, I was I, when we used to do more events, I used to do the colonel asking about different cell phones, uh, mm -hmm. like so the, the best, the funniest person. Who does not know how to handle the colonel is Michael Fisher. I love him to death. I've known uh -oh, Michael yeah. Fisher for a long time. Uh -huh. and, but Michael Fisher is like, I do not, he's like, I do not <laughs> want to answer any questions because I know he's gonna throw me off with something right now. I was like, I was like, it's like, no, we are buddies. He's like, no, whenever you wear those glasses and the hat, you change to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Michael Fisher, what's he like, man? Because, you know, I've only seen him in videos. And I did a video about a year ago, and it was called YouTubers I'd Love to Have a Drink With. And he was one of the YouTubers, and so were you. 
So he he comes off to me as a guy who has a very professional side, but when he's chill, he can just be very like snarky, sarcastic, and just super fun to hang out with. He, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I would say that. So he's I call Michael Fisher professional chill in in like okay, not not in, in, in a very cool way because like he has this very professional side on YouTube where he tries to bring as much respect mm -hmm. as possible. But when he's chilling, he's also the same way. So like, as I've known Fisher for maybe about, I'll say almost 10 years now or so. Wow. Okay. Um, something like that, maybe 10, maybe eight years, eight to 10 years. Um, he's always been that guy who treats you with the utmost respect at mm -hmm. any time. doesn't matter whether you're working together, you're having drinks, you're hanging out. Like, you know, he tries to put you as high up as he can as an individual. Mm -hmm. So he's always like that. But he, yeah, he That's can be awesome. snarky. He can be snarky too. You know, he, he's. But in a great, in a fun way. Fun way. I mean, yeah, so, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, in, in a fun way. And, you know, he, look, if you like Star Trek, your Fisher can just, just converse a long way. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know he loves Star Trek. Hey, <laughs> this, this is a little fun fact. So I did a video on this like old school retro boom box about a year ago, maybe two. Mm -hmm. And I would just. I was floored by this thing because it took me back the nostalgic experience of just hitting that button on the old school boom box and stuff. I was really into that video and I was just wilding out. And then a couple months later, uh, I, I think he tagged me or something in his video where he was doing like uh, maybe Christmas gifts for whatever. And he gave me like a three second spot in that video. He took a clip from a video. Man. I ran downstairs and showed my wife. I was like, hey, hey, <laughs> he put me in the video. He put me in the video. She was like, who is this? I was like, he put me in the video. <laughs> I was so excited. Your, your wife is probably like, okay, and like, what, what's right. going on here? Right, like, so? <laughs> I, was I was so happy, man. Golly. Okay, so there's a level of celebrity, right? And I guess... You know, in the YouTube space, in the tech space, you guys are like, you know, you guys are titans. So we look at you guys as fans. And, um, you know, like when we get recognized by you guys, it's like it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? And matter of fact, when I asked you, because I've, I've uh, reached out to you a couple of times before on IG and, you know, you've answered and everything. That was cool. But uh, this last time I reached out and you said you would be on the podcast. First thing I did was, hey, wife. <laughs> Look, you know, he said he's gonna be on the podcast. He's coming. Thunder is coming. That boy good. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. So there's this level of fandom that actually does exist, man. I think it's just super cool that you know, we as regular people can do stuff like that for other people, you know, because yeah, yeah it's, it's we're just all regular people at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I appreciate you saying that we are titans and, you know, celebrities of sorts. Um, you know, it's it's funny you mentioned that uh, because there was a part of me for a while who didn't want to accept that. I I always look at it as a business. So, so mm -hmm. for me, it's, I still look at it as a business. Um, and the celebrity part of it, there's a part of me that enjoys that really well. So I'm like, I can deal with it. I can thrive with it. But I didn't want to necessarily think of that myself of course we, not because you're a humble guy uh, i mean yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> 
but, but for uh, me, it was, it was more about about um, being able to relate. But uh-huh. I also learned, you know, you, you the funny thing about life is like I'm, I, I've realized that you learn things from people as you move along. So I had an mm-hmm. ex of mine who told me one thing, and she's a big fan of watching the Kardashians and all that. And she's like, "You're Kardashian." I was like, "Stop right there, no, <laughs> no." And she's like, "No, no, no. Like you are a celebrity, and you have to accept that because this is about me um, trying to spice up my YouTube videos." So. Uh, at that time, I was very rigid and I was like, specs, this, this, uh, you know, to a certain degree. And she's like, look, you have to share some part of your life that's personal. And she's like, something that you can share to a complete stranger on the road mm-hmm. that would not bother you whatsoever. <clears throat> if you can share that, then you can technically put it on YouTube. And my mind was like, oh, then I can monetize it. That's literally just what it is. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, look, I love comic books. I will talk about comic books any day of the week. I mean, uh, when I, I lived in New York, when I first moved to New York, I remember going to a bar, sitting down, just grabbing a drink, and these guys were talking about Man of Steel at the bar. One guy said he didn't like it. I'm a big Superman fan. I stood up. I was like, "What do you say?" <laughs> I like, you know, like, yeah, like, let's let's hear that opinion again. Come on, let's 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 talk. Let's talk. Let me let me help you understand why it's awesome. You know? Oh man! So yeah. I was like, if I can do that to some random person in public. I should uh-huh. be able to to share some of that stuff out there as well. Okay. Hey, so have have you ever been out maybe at a dinner, just walking down the streets or whatever, and someone recognized you and said, "Hey, that's Dundee." Uh, I've had a few of those. Um, uh, mostly in New York. Um, okay. And, and uh, I've got I've got two funny ones. Okay. One uh, was on a date, and we, you know. It, We've had dinner. We're catching the subway to go somewhere else to grab drinks. So the subway comes by and it's fairly empty. We get in and, you know, this guy's like on the other side of the train. And uh-huh. he just turns and looks and he starts beelining to us. So I'm like, I put her behind me. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, you know, my, my, but my, half of my mind was like, you got to do this cool, man. It's got to be cool. How are you going to take this guy down? Uh-huh. Can't look sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how my head thinks i'm sorry oh, but and the guy stops and he's like board at work thunder e right i was like yeah yeah it's like man i love your stuff man i was like oh oh cool cool he's like who i ain't gotta fight yeah, it's like, <laughs> i thought i was gonna have to fight yeah i know you know so that, that was that was a cool it was like a cool moment and now i was like and he, i was like i was like you know but she looked at me she's like did you plan this i was like no I'm not trying to get brownie points. <laughs> I was gonna ask, man. So, how did that date go after that? When the, when your date's finding out, like, man, this dude's kind of he's kind of the it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, she actually she she actually checked um, the, the channel and she's like, Google oh, you. oh, okay, oh. you know, I, you know, because because you know, when I when I was dating, you know, you tell somebody you you're a YouTuber, uh-huh. people are like the first like I had a date once where she's like. So can you can you like eat and survive? <laughs> <laughs> I thought just the same way you were laughing. I said because I was like, I was like, I was like, I already, you know, I already like paid for drinks. So I yeah, think I think I'm good, right? Oh man, that is um, funny. And then the second one was I went to uh, Cam. Have you ever, you ever heard of Cam Jam? I've heard of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so Camp Jam usually has, they have one in, in New York and one in, in Cali. So the one in New York, I went to the event and um, I'm walking outside just in the hotel. I come outside, it's winter. And this guy sees me and he's like, yo, Thunder, I knew you were going to be here because of the headphones. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know. It's like, how you doing? He's like, good. He was really excited. And mm -hmm. he's like, yo, can I take a selfie? I was like, yeah, sure, man. Let's, let's take some photos, man. So we're about to take a selfie and the phone, his phone rings. And uh -huh. I see mom. And, and then he just ends the phone call. Then he calls, then she calls again. He ends, he calls again. He's like, oh, I was like, I was like no, 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 no. It's like, look, I was like, dude, I'm going to wait. It's mama. I understand. Uh-huh. Answer mama, I'll be here. I'm, I'm gonna go I'm like, don't worry, I'm not rushing. Don't worry, just go ahead. So he yeah. asks his mom, he's real quick. He's like, Mom, I gotta go, I gotta go. Some here, someone really important. I was like, No, 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 just talk to mom. Trust me, just talk to mom and it's fine. He finishes, we took took the photo, and then we just chit ch chatted for a little bit, then I left. But it was just funny where he kept ending his mom's phone calls. I was like, Damn. I was like, I, I know my mom, man. I do I will not try that. <laughs> Dude, his mom could have been in an emergency room, man. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like that. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Oh, man. So we have a, a mutual friend and Adam Weissman from Soundcore. Mm -hmm. So he has told me this story repeatedly of a time where I don't know where he was or what the deal was, but I guess he invited you out and you said, can my friend come? And he said, well, who's your friend? He said, it's, it's Flossie Carter. So I guess he didn't know who Flossie was. So he looks him up. He says, oh, yeah, yeah, bring that guy. <laughs> so you and Flossie go to dinner with this guy, and y'all literally drink this little man. Because when I say little man, this you know, Adam's like five foot, you know? <laughs> so so y'all drink him under the table, like under the table, like under the legs of the table. And y'all are just standing there, like, you know, guzzling down shots. And stuff. So like, I need you to validate this story for me, man. Yeah, I, it was, uh, God, it was like, I can't remember. It was winter-ish or so, I can't remember, but Adam was in town and Adam, you know, uh, was had some meetings, seen some people, and he was like, look, let's just grab, let's just grab Drake's, like, uh -huh. you know, later on. And I remember then I told Flossie that I wanted him to meet with Soundcore guys and, you know, all those people, because I'm like, you know, you do, you do a lot of this stuff, so like, let, let's, let's have this meeting. Yeah. So when Adam was like, oh, you know, just come out, I was like, yeah. Can my friend come flossy he's like yeah sure so we get to this bar that i recommend and they make some really great like specialty cocktails just a whole bunch okay. and at, so the way i always do things is that if you come out to drink i always automatically put you at my level of drinking okay i just go like you're here you can drink it's fine <laughs> it's cool i've already i've hung out with flossy a bunch of times already so i already know Flossie can handle himself. I'm like, get down, yeah. I was like, that's cool. So we're drinking and chatting and catching up and, you know, uh, just just talking. I've known Adam for a really long time, too. So I was like, I, you know, we're catching up. He's, you know, he's getting me Flossie. And we, you know, like, we just more and more drinks. And I remember, like, um, he, Adam's like, oh, I need to, I need to, I need to go. Like, for what? He's like, <laughs> I have a flight. I think he was like, his flight was the next day, if I can't remember exactly. I don't know what time. He was like, in the afternoon. I was like, please, man. You know, <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, none of us are driving. So, like, it's, it's good, man. Like, just, you know, just put you in Uber. <laughs> he said, uh -huh. send you back to the hotel. Uh, by the time we closed out and we walked, and I was like, whoo. <laughs> He's like, 
he's like, man, I am like, you guys are terrible. I was like, hey, you know what? There's a food. So there was a food truck. I was like, let's get some food. Let's get some food from the food truck. Because uh-huh. right now we're all hungry. So we go to a food yeah. truck, get some food. And, you know, Adam heads off. And I'm like, all right, cool. And, you know, say bye to Flossie. Flossie heads out. And I'm like, all right, cool. So the next day, I think I call him or he calls me. But I, I talked to Adam the next day. And it was like, you guys just try to just screw me over. I was like, <laughs> I, was like, I, was like I was like, what do you mean, man? He's like, man, I am hung over beyond belief. And I was like, I was like, nah, you were fine. Like, you know what I mean, you haven't current sentences. He's like, he's like, yeah, he kicked it afterwards at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's told me that story a bunch of times. And it's funny every time because it's like I can only imagine because you what like six one, six two? Six two, yeah. Six, six two, two about two two twenty-eight. Okay, and I met Flossie uh once at CES. Uh he's probably about six three, six four, probably. Yeah, Flossie's Flossie, no, Flossie's about six two. He's just motherfucker. He's just, just he's massive. Wide, yeah. He's, he's like he's, he's like wide. two refrigerators wide. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, <laughs> Flossie reminds me uh, of one of my good friends in uh, in Chicago. Same same build as Flossie. Uh-huh. Uh, I call I call him the Superman chest. It's just okay. like like literally the way I go is like if you guys can see is like from one shoulder here. Uh-huh. To almost the other shoulder is one peck. <laughs> oh my god! And because like I remember the first time I met Flossie, and then like you know he sees me, he's like, ah, it's like Colonel. I was like, yeah, what's up, man? And as soon as we dap and we get closer, and I he just hits me with his chest. I was like, like yo, chill <laughs> with that linebacker move, man. Like, come on. Hey, did he get you like? Yeah, right there. Group hug, nigga. Come on, Craig. Yeah, that, that's exactly how it felt. And I was like, like you, you know, you you you're using all your defensive strength just to be like cushion it. You're like, whoo. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, so I'm imagining these two basically giants, you know, drinking with this small guy. So I'm 5'10 and I'm I hate to say it, but uh, I'm I'm preaching about 245 at this point, and it ain't all muscle now. <laughs> it used to be. <laughs> so you know, y'all, you guys are bigger than I am, and then Adam's like down here. I'm I'm just imagine y'all just going, you know, shot for shot, and he's just no, slowly you, fading you, away. You know what it is though. No, we're drinking on the same <clears throat> level, but so, but here's the thing: I like um, I drink really fast. Uh huh. I also eat very fast. So I eat and drink the same way. Even if it's alcohol or soda, it really doesn't matter. Until uh-huh. my my brain goes like, my brain would tell me, okay, you need to slow down because, okay, you're getting the buzz now. So like, just just take it easy or whatever. Right, but so I always seven eat. drinks. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the buzz. It's seven drinks in. Okay, it's not good. I, I was I was I was eating, drink fast. So he was he was just drinking on the same level as we were. So it was like drink, talk, drink, talk. Before it was like so it's like another round, another round, another round. I think what uh-huh. it was is that. He, we were like he not him, not just him but none of us were paying attention to just like uh-huh. how the orders were coming through so it was just like you know finished not yeah yeah can we just get another round or um, halfway through i was like oh let me try something else right on the menu but yeah. it was just like yeah come through come through you know and and to his to defense also like adam was adam had not eaten until he grabbed bites at oh, at drinks that's just so damaging. 
So to his defense, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, they don't really serve food here. It's mostly drinks, but I think they've got like, you know, like finger food and stuff like, like that. Like a yeah. tapas kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. So I was like, sorry. I was like, I already had dinner earlier. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Poor Adam. <laughs> poor, poor Adam. <laughs> I, I met Adam, I believe it was last year, maybe the beginning, middle of last year, probably. And, you know, we ended up talking quite a bit. He brought that story up. That's crazy, though. But uh, so you you keep mentioning your wife or you mention her a couple of times. So now now that you're, you know, not dating anymore, any any chances of some uh, little thunderbolts running around here at some time? <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it will. They, they will come. They, they will. They, they, will they, they will come. They'll be there. Hey, man, I ain't trying to start no nothing in your in your household and get you in trouble. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. No, they, they will come. Thunderbolt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It's, it's always interesting. So my uh, uh, my wife is um, she runs my channel Board Fam, mm-hmm. um, and she's also. But it's funny though because she's also the, almost the same height as I am. She's she's six foot tall. Okay. So so we're like we're like yeah we'll probably have like mini giants just running around the house at, at some point. You know yeah <laughs> big ass kids. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Big bobblehead kids, man. Golly. Oh man, I've got one. He's in college now. He's twenty years old. And okay. He, he changed his major uh, somewhere toward the, I guess, in the late spring, and um, he's getting ready to be a junior. And when he changed his major, I, f- I figured out he's got an extra year in college. <laughs> and then I got mad. <laughs> so, so what was his major, and was he changing it to? He is. Uh, he was majoring in in finance, and uh, he got accepted into the business school, and then he shifted his major over to uh, to accounting, and that's just somehow going to take an extra year. So I'm like, all right, you know, <laughs> just kind of sucking it up. And uh, the funny thing is, he's in summer school now, and when I talk to him on the weekends and stuff, we you know we're just talking, hanging out, you know, dad and son, and he mentions mm-hmm. his summer classes, one of them which is yoga. And I'm like, don't ever tell me that. Like, we're paying for this, you know. <laughs> I mean, but you know, you, you had those classes in college. At least you took one of those. I didn't go to college. I went to the military, oh, yes, man. Yes, my yes, my yeah. son is literally the second person in my family. I think, yeah, second person in my family to go to college, which is great for my family and the legacy. But now I'm I'm paying for yoga at this point, you know, and, and I asked him, like, what are you learning here? Are you learning like the origins of yoga and like how everything got started, like the grandmasters and stuff? He was like, no, we just exercise. I'm like, you got kidding me, man. <laughs> as 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 a as if, you know, someone who, you know, has gone through that experience, uh-huh. I will say for the young man, it is very vital because uh it, the one thing I would say about college, it, it gives you weird stresses that when you're not in college or even when you're older, even now, like I look at my cousins who are in college and I'm like, why are you stressing about that? I've forgotten how I used to stress about that too when I gotcha. was there. Yeah. Yeah. So I like when I was in college, I did. Um, so I took karate, uh, Aikido, Jiu-Jitsu, and Judo. Okay. As, wow. As my, I mean, I also, I also like martial arts. I've been doing it for least half my life so for me for me that was my own way of this you know those kind of classes just to ease your mind plus it's nice to to pad your gpa you need something something just to 
to stack it up in there. Yeah. Least, even though it's one credit, but at least yeah. it gives you it gives you something. So, but I mean, it's cool though. He's so he's you know finance accounting. What's his reason for going into accounting and not you know? But I mean, he can still get a minor in finance, right? Can can he? Well, he, yeah, he's. I don't. I I'm actually messing this up. Most likely, he's going to end up having three degrees by the time oh. he graduates. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, he was doing finance, and it wasn't that he couldn't hang. It's just that it was so he was so disinterested in it, and he realized that that's not where he wanted his career path to lead. Was through finance i guess you know because he had he actually well he's still working the internship till the end of this year he had an he has an internship with um with an investment banking firm and he's just getting a taste of that life and he's like this ain't really what i want to do and i've always told him you know because especially with my personality like if it doesn't make you happy or fulfill you don't do it you know figure out a better way to do what you got to do so he moved over to accounting and, you know, he talked to his career counselors and stuff. And here we are with an extra year in college. <laughs> I'm I mean, bringing <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I, I know you will. I was going to say at least at least he's amassing skill set. So I, I always tell yeah. people because people have asked me in the past, they're like, all right, you're a microbiologist. You moved to YouTube. Uh, I was like, I didn't like that stuff. Uh, I, I wanted to be to go to med school, but mm-hmm. I didn't actually even take you know, I didn't, I didn't do my MCATs to go to med school, but I always tell people, I was like, what I do now today has everything to do with me being a microbiologist and me studying biology in college. Like, what do you mean? I was like, look, for me, the is very basic. I'm a scientist. I went to school for science, which means there's no piece of technology that I can't understand. I'm sorry. I cannot not understand it as in-depth mm-hmm. as it is. So, which means in my mind, I can go, hmm, what's this? How do I break it down, explain it for people to look at? So that's mm-hmm. one. I've applied one aspect of the skill set. And then I also have a master's in business. And I, in business uh, with the concentration in marketing, I go, for me, that helps me with also running board at work, which means, look, you got to treat it as a business. There's certain things you have to do. There's things you have to work around. Those are just skill sets. Those skill sets allow me to do what I enjoy to do. That's the difference. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll just say the same thing for him too, is that, you know, um, we I think we now live in a world where it is about what unique proposition you can bring, not necessarily <clears throat> what your profession is. Other than if you're going to be a doctor, there's mm-hmm. still, you know, those are the, being a doctor, being a lawyer, being an engineer, those are very hard fixes because you still need them for very specific things yeah but everything else even being an accountant is still one of those fix but accountant finance and you said he has he's probably has gonna have a third degree means now this is this is somebody who is going to be a uh in terms of the financial world he has all the tools to crack everything not just in finance but in any company or any field so i always tell i have like a friend who does accounting and she's like she wants to move somewhere else mm-hmm. and she does she's like i don't want to do accounting anymore i was like you don't have to do accounting and i was like you just know how money works so right go help somebody make money work <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah because <it>. <laughs> you got the tools i was like yeah. that's it they don't we don't live in a world where you know you have to move to this place because we're yeah. YouTubers. We're here. We're we're in a world where our skill set was not around like 15 years ago. It just wasn't. 
was it's so very true and that's something i really really love about where we are like kind of edging into the tiktok thing and i understand that you you had about an hour we're about an hour and 15 minutes into this I probably got about, about around 10 minutes i can i can hang okay well yeah i just want to say that that's something i really appreciate to, as far as where we are now in society now social media and the internet is very irritating but it has its blessings you know the irritating part is tiktok the blessing is tiktok you know it's like the blessing and the curse and you know someone like me who decides okay i have military experience my mother said once i get out of the military go work at the post office get yourself a government job you know you already got four years in I'm like i don't want to do that so i end up being a machinist i work into work my way into oil and gas sales and i climbed a ladder that real i realized it was leaning on the wrong building i hated it once i started you know, mm -hmm. moving up in that world. And I ended up quitting altogether, starting a fitness business, did that for 13 years and realized I don't like this. You know, you, it was a business I created and I was running from scratch and realized after 13 years, I really don't like it. What comes next? Creating videos on YouTube, getting to do me every day. And uh, yeah, I'm really thankful for that opportunity that the internet as a whole has given us. No, no, absolutely. I think, um, when you look at it, it's we live in the in the in a world where you know there's so much boundless potential that can be tapped because of access. Mm -hmm. Now access allows you. I mean, we you know we were in a full lockdown last year, but businesses still ran because of access, straight go. up access. People who were personal trainers, I know, like uh, one of my good friends, who's uh, he now opened his gym. He's been trying to open his gym for a while, and the pandemic technically helped him because what he did, he you know, he came out to my place. He's like, "Look, I need some help." Um, I was like, "Look, start shooting YouTube videos, man. Like, shoot a video YouTube so that your clients have something to access to, right?" Mm -hmm. um, we, you know, he set up cameras. I was I was doing the same workout too because he's a Muay Thai instructor. Mm -hmm. From there, when things started easing up, people were like, hey, are you going to have uh, something? He's like, look, how about we do it outdoors where, you know, there's no restrictions and stuff like that. From that, he went outdoors and now he's opened, the, he's opened his gym and he's got four, he said about four or 500 people uh, on a weekly basis come through. And I'm like, it's great because it started from access before this he'd been trying to open it but it was more the traditional you know approach of trying to do things right and you know when you look at stuff like with TikTok, it's always i agree with you it's the you know to me the curse like we talked about earlier TikTok is the fact that like you can just spend hours and you're like <laughs> you know gone through but the part i love about it is that so you said something that um, I can't remember the word, but I, the meaning of the phrase in my head was, is as YouTubers, we've become this now ideal profession. It's now a sense status symbol that you can go, oh, I want to be a YouTuber. And people kind of understand, okay, you, you're going to be recording video and doing, you know, you're going to be doing certain things. Right. And the platforms have delineated where YouTube is, is called, I call it called the semi pro um cinematographer or at least the the video the video uh professional yeah. um you know instagram was where you want to be fake that's how i used to say it but instagram is trying to change itself and tiktok is where the average person shows their skills because there's some people yeah. i follow who they do nothing but just talk and tell stories that you're like how did you 
make this even funny or interesting in the first place. Yes. Talking yeah. about talking about a brew. <laughs> yeah. I've I've gone through that same thing in my head. Like these people are geniuses on how they can take, and it's one minute, right? No, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not three up to three. Oh, you can do three minutes. That's how yeah. far behind I am. Wow. Yeah. In that shorter time frame, Well, when I was watching, it was a minute. I'm like, how do you pull this off in 60 seconds of video? I, yeah. And yeah. it makes me want to watch, but you know, the thing I hate about TikTok, once you, once it's passed, it's gone. Like you, <laughs> you can't find it again. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that is, that is very true. And, but I think it allows for you, what it is, is that, some part of us, because of the YouTube mentality, we we always want to reach back. And YouTube yeah. is more like, I mean, TikTok is more like, let's let's make the next one and the next one. So yeah. the, sm the smarter creators on on TikTok are the ones who created series, or they start off with something simple and just keep expanding on that. And then once in a while, they do whatever ra other random. But it's it's always yeah. the process of like, okay, you know what. I'm going to talk about, about a broom today and then talk about sweeping the kitchen. And then I'm going to talk about why brooms suck because of who made oh, a broom. Hold on, man. I don't really want to interrupt you, but you brought up broom twice. Are you watching broom videos on TikTok, no, man? No, I just, I, <laughs> I just, I'm I like, just, what is this guy watching, man? <laughs> no, do you know the reason I said that is because uh, uh, we're watching this girl's TikTok and. Uh, and it was really funny. And so she, oh, she, she goes, yeah, I remember that she goes, she runs out of the house. It's like, Simone Biles follows me on TikTok. She follows me and she turns around, sees the postman. Excuse me, sir. Do you know who Simone Biles is? She's like, uh, no, I don't. You should, because she follows me. <laughs> <laughs> me. So we're oh, like, man. we're like, it's funny, but like, let's see. So you click on it and she's got 1.1 million followers. Yeah. And then we just scroll and we'll pick a random video. And she's talking about how she's trying to, she's like, oh, um, today is my partner. My partner just got her first dance job. So you know what? I'm trying to surprise her. So I bought her this book with, you know, this this notepad so I can write her some lovely notes so she can feel confident. But, you know, by the way, yellow is my favorite color. But so she knows it's me. And then she just continues with like random stuff like that. And she's like, and she's like, oh, by the way, I bought her flowers. You gotta buy her flowers, man. You gotta buy your woman flowers. That's how you gotta oh do God. it. <laughs> so she's just like sporadic, kind of sporadic, random, but very funny. And and that's the act. Like I said, it's a very it's a skill set that like yeah. this is just her telling the story of like, well, my partner had a really successful day. I want to surprise her. Anybody else would be like, yeah, so I bought her flowers and then I did this and I did that and it would sound absolutely boring. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's interesting because, you know, I was just thinking about what you said about like the TikTok platform. Um, YouTube is almost like comparable to being like a Netflix where there's an entire library that you can pick from and just choose what you want to watch. You got your playlist and all this other stuff, right? Mm -hmm. YouTube is kind of like, you know, it's laid out almost kind of nice, like, you know, maybe um. Uh, Hulu or Netflix, whereas TikTok is more or less the bucket of popcorn. You shovel each video is a you know a popped piece of popcorn. You shovel your hand in there and just go, and you just consume that content by the handful. Yeah, that's pretty much how we've done it on TikTok. And I, mm -hmm. I'm gonna find my place there uh, eventually, and I'm gonna be late like I'm late to everything else. But <laughs> no, 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 jump in. This is where me. I'm gonna be my usual self is. By the end of this week, uh -huh. I need to be following you on TikTok. I'm oh, serious. Shit. 
no, uh, no, no, there is no excuse. I'm never waiting for it. Here, here's the thing I always tell creators. So for instance, we know very well, TikTok, you make no revenue. Okay. I mean, Mr. Who's the Boss posted a video where he had 9 million views. Mm -hmm. He made 45 bucks. If you have that on YouTube, you've made cash. You made yeah. at least some deep, really good amount of cash. Yeah, if you build on it, yeah. To me, TikTok, Instagram Reels are the place where I can create content that people, if people are watching and follow, then I can monetize that to brands. That's just literally it. That is what it's for in terms of of what it is because uh, I've done a couple, I've done a couple this year where brands are like, yeah, would you do a reel? I was like, yeah, sure. Just how much it costs. I put it up. I was like, you know, because part of me is, part of it is is this way. Like you always hear, so if you hear a lot now on TikTok, but you used to hear a lot of videos, see a lot of videos, people going, your money needs to work for you and whatever you buy or do must generate revenue. So it's mm -hmm. the whole saying in real estate is that, oh, like if you have cash in the bank, since interest rate is zero, it is not doing anything. Or right. you buy a house and you rent the house and then it's making money for you. So yes, you've lost some money, but at the end of the day, it's going to make more. Plus the value is increasing. Mm -hmm. So same thing with you, same thing with social platforms. All of them must have a tool to do something or else it is not worth it. So I'm not on Snapchat because I just can't. I've tried and there's nothing that works well for me in that demographic. TikTok, I've been doing, if you go to mine, I do unboxing videos. Half of the time I don't talk. I just play music. I unbox stuff. Sometimes I talk and that's it. I've seen that on your Instagram stories and stuff. And I, I think it's genius what you're doing. And I'm thinking, man, you should be doing the same thing. So, uh, so I got Friday. 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 Yeah. I'm okay. You know, that's like the day after tomorrow, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That fast. All right. The challenge from the no, the the standard, the new standard from Thunder E himself. Yeah, you hey, got man. to that. No, but because I, honestly, though, you you make some really good content. Like uh, if you think about it this way, right? You bring the energy, your energy is the same energy on TikTok, like that energy, but you do it on okay. a long form. Like ah. your energy is like uh, I remember, and you know some of the stuff you do. Like I remember, I haven't watched the video yet because I was I was going to, but I was traveling. And I saw the uh, uh, giving the uh, the XM4s a second chance. So part of me uh -huh. was already offended because I love the XM4s, and I was like, <laughs> like, like I was like, wait, I gotta I gotta check out. But then then your but your energy in your videos is always it's there. So take that energy which you already can do for ten minutes. We just need you for 30 seconds. To 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Okay. I'm, you know what? Hey, man, challenge accepted, man. I'm going I'm to put some stuff out there, man. I'm going I'm to I'm do this. I'm going to do this. You hear that, Wilson? I'm going to do this. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm always know, talking to Wilson. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to hit you up on IG, be like, yo, where is it? Where is it? Uh, I trust me, I can be that annoyed. So I'll be like, what happened? Oh, where shit. is it? Why? What kind it? of can have I opened up here, man? <laughs> hey, man, before we go, uh, I first want to tell you thank you so much for giving us your time today coming on the podcast. Hopefully you will be a repeat offender and come back, you know, another time on another episode. Let, let me know anytime I'll jump in. I'll let you know when I'm free. And this is fun. It's good. This, yeah, man, this has been great. I got a wealth of knowledge from you today as well on that last part, especially, um, man. I wanted to see, there goes that memory again. You see my eyes go. I'm like, what was I thinking about? 
But man, seriously, though, it has been uh, an absolute pleasure hanging out with you today, man. I hope the rest of your day goes well. Got anything to say to the people? Well, I will tell the people that you should keep watching Antoine's videos uh, and uh, enjoy all the content he creates and keep uh, motivating him to do the great things he does because I definitely enjoy his videos, especially the one um now this is almost like a sidetrack but i just remember watching your um i can't remember which headphone videos where you went out to go work out like i do that sometimes but you really really put the work out of it i was oh, like it was a sound core deal yeah i was uh, like i was like I, part of me was like yo bro that's a little extra but i like it though <laughs> <laughs> you know sometimes i get a product and i got i have time and I want to do something different than sitting in front of my camera. I'm like, I got to get outdoors and I'll just go do some stuff, man. And just let it happen. Whatever, whatever happens. Yeah, man, camera guys, now. guys do multiple sets, man, you know, doing drop sets and stuff. I was like, come on, stop. <laughs> hey man, I had one, uh, did it like last week. I was, I took a bunch of waterproof, uh, waterproof Bluetooth speakers and just threw them in the pool. And that was a fun video for me to create because I wanted to see if them suckers was going to float or die or whatever, mm -hmm. right? So I'm just <laughs> like just different stuff, man. I'm just having a good time doing this. No, that, that's cool. But yeah, honestly, again, thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing, man. Appreciate it. Hey, hey man, it's good stuff. All right, everybody, y'all keep being good to each other and we'll see you when we see you. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here?